0: 20FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time to turn our attention to headlines out of China. Yes, yesterday we heard about Chengdu exiting its lockdown. And we've also got China's central bank stepping up on cash injections to counteract a higher demand towards the quarter end. And of course, United States, where its president Joe Biden has decided to poke the eye of the dragon yet again. We'll get into those headlines with Dr. O.A. Sun, Fellow Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good morning, Dr. Oh. A oh, very good morning to all of you. It looks like uh, we're going to deal with some drama out of China. First up, good news though. The mega city of Chengdu, home to 21 million people, exited its lockdown yesterday. People are allowed to leave homes for the first time since September the 1st. Can we consider this a full reopening, even though they still need to test regularly for COVID 19?
1: Well, you still need to uh, test for COVID 19 every week, and then when you entered uh, public places and uh, public transit, you know, the equivalent of MRT and so on, you would need to show that you are COVID-free for at least three days and so on. So it's a partial to, uh, opening up, uh, but of course, uh, a lot of Chinese uh, in their major cities uh, which uh, from time to time would undergo uh, this sort of lockdowns. They are happy to see that uh, you know at least it is uh, being partially opened up. Here.
0: Mm. Actually, what does this say about the zero COVID strategy? I don't know the narrative is the same, but when you consider, I don't know if it's fair to compare with Shanghai, but it is also another mega city. That one, they were locked down for a long period. This time around seems to be faster to control things. Is there a new? strategy we're not aware of here?
1: Well, I think it's uh, sort of uh, more adroit, more uh, f- faster in uh, reacting mm. to, uh, to to the situations. Shanghai was uh, locked down for about two months and Chengdu this round was locked down for, I think, almost approaching uh, three weeks. Mm, yeah. uh, so I- you could see that as an improvement. But of course, the overall policy is still firmly, you know, zero COVID.
0: Mm. At the end of the day, these policies will help to drive a business sentiment. On the flip side, right, Hong Kong, we are seeing reports, I think as of yesterday, that they may end the whole hotel quarantine sometime this month or that may be announced early next month in October. I mean, what are you hearing about this and how positive an effect is this going to be with regard to business? Because a lot of it is done in Hong Kong.
1: Well, Hong Kong, as some of us who have visited would know, it's a very cramped uh, yeah. city, right? Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, it's easy for all this uh, virus uh, to 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 spread. But I think realistically, for Hong Kong to fully open up, uh, I think you have to wait till perhaps uh, the the you know the the China Communist Party Congress. Uh, uh-huh be over word to, uh, sometime towards uh, the end of uh, next month okay
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll have to wait before we can visit Hong Kong one of my favorite places in Asia Dr. Oh let's talk about the United States their president Joe Biden has said that US forces would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion this is the most explicit statement very direct right and this was part of a 16 minutes interview when he was asked whether the US forces would defend the self Root island claimed by China he replied yes in fact yes if in fact there was an unprecedented attack the exact words of president biden there how has china reacted to this surely not very good
1: well i think this is not the first time as uh, i recall uh, this is the third time uh, biden uh, making similar statements uh, only to have the The White House uh, sort of so-called walking it back a a little bit. China, of course, uh, through its uh, foreign ministry spokesperson, in a sense, condemned this uh, because in China's will, this is going to embolden the Taiwan independence uh, movement. And of course, China is uh, adamantly against that, yeah.
0: Yeah, is this playing with fire, you think?
1: Well, U.S. commitments nowadays uh, after its uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan I think remains uh, to be Mm. seen. So... well, uh, we have we are in a very turbulent world yeah. nowadays. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right on that one,
0: Doctor. Oh, China Central Bank, the PBOC, has lowered the borrowing costs of 14-day reverse repos and stepped up cash injections to counteract higher demand towards the quarter end. Let's talk about this daily cash injection move. It's about maintaining liquidity levels that are stable at the end of the quarter. That does this help?
1: Well, I think this is just a very polite and contrived way. To say, you know, the economy is slowing down and therefore we need to lower interest rate. We need to inject uh, more uh, cash currency into the economy in order to stimulate it. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know, resuscitation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would see this uh, going forward, uh, perhaps some other rounds of uh, lowering of its interest rates. Yeah. Okay, I'm
0: on the line this morning with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs, and he's helping me out with some headlines out of China. This is an interesting one, Dr. O. So this according to a source from the Vatican. The Vatican has told China that Pope Francis was willing to meet President Xi while both leaders were in Kazakhstan's capital. But China said there was not enough time. From your perspective, China turning down this meeting, was there anything to offer China to begin with? Did it serve their purpose? considering that President C was on his first overseas trip since the COVID-19 pandemic started.
1: Well, You know, for China, when they have uh, all these sort of summits uh, between the leaders of uh, countries and so on, typically you would not go empty-handed, right? Mm. Typically, you will sign some uh, hopefully very productive uh, agreements, mm-hmm. MOUs and so on. And uh, for Vatican uh, I think, uh, I mean, what China is concerned about is, of course, uh, Vatican's uh, continued uh, diplomatic recognition of uh, Taiwan. So, if uh, Vatican were to uh, sort of give up its uh, recognition of Taiwan, well, then, of course, that, you know, that is a big uh, gift, and China would, of course, be very happy to resume a normal relationship. But of course, there's also the the so-called anointments or appointments of bishops uh, Mm. within China because both China and Vatican would like to be the authority appointing such uh, Catholic bishops in China.
0: Mm. So I guess time's not right to deal with that delicate
1: conversation. Not yet, yeah. yeah.
0: All right, uh, Dr. Oh, at a
1: gathering of
0: current and former U.S. officials and private sector executives last week, concern was rampant that the United States has fallen behind China in terms of developing several key technologies. What are we looking at when we say the word key technologies here?
1: Well, I think uh, according to the conversations in that uh, rather... Uh, high-key conference. Uh, I think we're talking about, for example, 5G telecommunications, Mm, you know, and then we are talking about electric vehicles, we are talking about uh, artificial uh, intelligence, uh, supersonic speed Mm. uh, vehicles, and so on. In all these uh, areas, I think China may be said to uh, sort of uh, surpass uh, the U.S. uh, for a number of years. here.
0: Yeah. I think some would even argue that even with regard to the space race that China might be ahead. I mean it's no secret they are they have become less dependent on the West as far as technology is concerned. How realistic do you see, you know, China completely not depending on that? Even from the point of view of, you know, the US setting up gigafactories or whatnot in China? Just your opinion.
1: Well, I I think uh China is still quite a number of years away from being totally Able to decouple technologically mm, okay, from okay. Uh, the
0: West here. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, that's watch the space then, I suppose. <laughs> Dr. O A Sun, Senior Fellow Singapore Institute of International Affairs, on the line with me. Always a pleasure speaking with you, Dr. O. You take care and have a great day. Yeah? Thank you
1: very much indeed.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.